Waz, where are we? Huh? Yeah, where are we, Waz? What are we doing? A podcast? That's right, we're doing a podcast. This is the Edmonton Streamer Community Cast, which is the name that I think that yes. we're s- settling with, yeah? Yeah, the Edmonton uh, Community Cast. Edmonton Community Cast? I mean, we could shorten it even. Yeah. Uh, E-S-C-C, maybe, if we, yeah. if we don't have um, enough space in the field. Uh, actually, joining us today is, is there's it's it's more than just me and Waz today. Uh, joining us today is also Connor or Lolcat. Hello, how's it going? Great. I, I would call him Gatovcat more than anything now. Call, call me what? What? Gatovcat, because you play a lot of GTA now. Get it? Okay. Well, GTA listen. Five. Gatovcat. Listen, GTA is yeah. it's popular right now. It's 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 bumping, man. It's Let, been super less fun. Lol the, less lol now. I swear. I swear. Hey, the lol is it's it's. It's totally I don't just... even remember the last time I saw you play League of Legends. It was a little while ago, definitely. I've been playing a lot of GTA. Oh, yeah, what happened that is, to that? Okay, that is what you used to play. Yes, right? that would be that'd be accurate. What happened, man? Uh, nothing really happened in particular. Uh, League will always... You know how a lot of the time you have like a game that's... It's like one of your favorite games. It's the game that'll be there even if you leave. It's like it's like your best friend game. Even if you, you play of, another yeah. game for a while, it'll always be there. That's like... That's what lol yeah. is for me. And yeah. like the lol, it stands for laughing out loud, all right? Trust me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> totally, well, totally. Don't, don't. Sure, yeah. yeah. There it is. So you're not changing your name anytime soon? Uh, no, probably not, man. Oh, probably that's not. a shame. Agreed. I want I want to call you Katov Cat. <laughs> well, unfortunately. Sounds more won't. like Slavic, yeah. if anything. Anyways, yeah. Well, welcome, Lolcat, to the to the podcast. Yeah, great to, ha- great to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it a lot. It's nice to be here. So. Um, the reason where we brought Connor on here and uh, paid him a massive sum to be with us today. There it is. Is uh, he's going to be uh, helping us. We're going to, we're going to talk about streaming for beginners, like off like right off the ground. If you want to be a streamer, don't know anything, what you have to do to really get started. Yeah. You started like a year ago and you already have like, Eight over a thousand followers and like a solid community. You know what was the funny thing is, uh, Connor and I discovered not that long ago that I've been streaming longer than him, <laughs> and I have nothing to show for it. All right, all right, Connor, show us, tell us the secret formula. What is it? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Tell, tell us how to succeed. I, I wish, I definitely wish there was a secret formula. There's, there's things you can do. It's, it's like that quote that says that luck is is a combination, or I, I suppose. It's a combination between preparation and opportunity, right? Um, at the end of the day, everyone gets lucky, per se. It's just it's what you do with it, right? Um, I think I just hit, I'm like about to hit 1,400 followers or something like that. And uh, people, you know, some people say it's like really good for the amount of time I've been streaming. There's definitely people out there that have done better, right? Um, but at the end of the day, all you can really focus on is is what you can do, right? And that's that's some of the basics that you, you were referencing or, or going to talk about, which are, you know, making sure that your quality is decent. Um, that includes uh, things like audio, that in- includes video quality, and just making sure your stream is actually functional. Um, there's so many streamers out there that sit there with zero one viewers. They don't know why, but it's because they've never actually looked at their own stream, uh, which is absolutely huge. Uh, I can't I can't count how many mm-hmm. people ask their chat, uh, is anything wrong? They're like, I've been streaming for weeks. I don't know what the issue is. And you look at their stream and it's like, oh, well, I, I can't see anything because your bit rate is off, hmm. right? It's these, these very right. basics that they didn't even bother checking right um 
so obviously there's there's some important fundamentals to look into and there's there's plenty of guides there's tons of things online that you can look into to to make sure that you get those those basics down uh down pat from the beginning and then there's obviously you know the you side of it the less technical the more you know having fun being on stream playing games that you enjoy not just hitting the go live button and sitting there silently like some people do while playing Fortnite for six hours right so yeah there's definitely sort of two sides to it there's there's the technical stuff actually you know what three sides i would say that there's a technical side that is uh which is a hindrance for a lot of people especially when they're starting out Mm -hmm. they don't have like the gear right the second part (laughs) is the creative part of it Mm -hmm. which i would lump in with uh branding design and um style i guess and the third one is performance and that includes, you know, talking to yourself, talking to chat. Um, if you wanted to actually play a character or wanted to play yourself, that kind of thing, like the kind of, uh, the, I don't know, the kind of behavior that you want to have on stream. Like, for example, Dr. Disrespect. He's not oh, exactly like, like he's not. Yeah, he plays a character. Right? <laughs> he's not really like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so I so yeah, there's those three areas that you can focus on when you're when you're streaming for new people the easiest ones to to manage is the performance one yeah because it doesn't require any equipment or special special training that's something you can just start with and then kind of get better with or get more comfortable with with experience and time uh everything else can kind of come a little bit later because you can have amazing gear you can have fancy graphics but if your performance is off if you're boring or unsettling to watch that that gear and that design kind of stuff isn't going to save you yeah and that's that's a big part of of streaming uh, in a general sense right it's kind of that idea that you know the others help accentuate one um, but they aren't they won't replace it, right? Um, even if you have the best quality in the world, amazing scene transitions, really good graphics, even if you you market your butt off, making sure that everything uh, everything about your community is everywhere. If you're not someone that people enjoy watching, it doesn't matter how many people come to your stream, it doesn't matter how cool it looks to see, if they aren't entertained, they aren't entertained, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's actually go to square one. So somebody wants to stream... Maybe they say they already have a Twitch account. They already follow a bunch of people and they're like, I'm inspired. I want to do this too. What would you say is the first few things that they sort of need to get, need to get in place before they can even get started? Honestly, uh, and it's funny that you say square one, because there really is only like a, a very small set of things, if not one that, that you need, which is you need something to stream on, right? Whether that be your phone, whether that be like a laptop or a device to stream. I've talked to people a lot about this in the past, because people will constantly, they've probably come to you guys as well. They'll constantly say, hey, I'm interested in getting to streaming or getting into streaming. You know, um, yeah. w- w- what do I got to do? Or or even they'll say things like, uh, I'm not doing it yet. I'm just, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, why not start? Oh, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of yeah, the day, have, there's there's yeah. nothing stopping you from starting, right? And, and and starting in and of itself is one of the hardest parts of streaming, right? Yeah, and uh, starting is the hardest thing, or can be the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but keep but uh, keeping on with it, keeping the momentum, keeping the cons- consistency, is probably the hardest thing that a streamer can 
mm-hmm. deal with because that's, yeah. that's a that's a constant thing, right? It's not something you do once and then it's done. That's a, like an every almost like an everyday thing that you have to do over and over and over again. Yeah, most definitely. Um, one of the things you'll find, and I, I'd almost even say that that comes later in some ways. Um, but yeah, there's there's going to be days where it's a job, right? Everyone sees streaming as, as that luxurious kind of uh, like moon in the sky, beautiful concept of hey, I get getting paid to play video games that'd be beautiful. But everything at the <laughs> end of the day, mm-hmm. it, it can end up being a job, especially when you do it that yeah. much. There's going to be days that you don't want to stream. There's going to be days you wake up feeling terrible, right? And even though you do, it's it's on your schedule. It's something you want to do. It's something you've committed to. And it's that kind of consistency that, that makes or breaks a streamer, right? Like I, I found that, yeah, right. the hardest part is just staying consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly. Going live is just a click of a button. Staying consistent is like, that requires more yeah. effort than anything. Well, if uh, it, 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 it kind of does depend on what the streamer or the prospective streamer wants to even get out of it. Um, if they're If they're going into it saying, like I want to stream because this is something new and scary and I want to experience this and be part of the community, they can still stream even if they have no viewers and they can still do it and they can still call themselves a streamer and they mm-hmm. consider that a win. Most definitely. But if they but if they want the viewers and they want to grow the channel, if they want it to actually become something, that's when consistency is really, really key. Um, and then you can sort of build a community or you can, you can, you can build it to be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. No, no, definitely. It's interesting you bring that up because you'll meet and you guys probably have, you meet a lot of different people. Um, uh, I mean, at this point I've been to TwitchCon, I've, I've been to a number of different events as well. And, and you find that there are, there are very much so many different kinds mm-hmm. of streamers, people that are in it just because they want to play games. And I mean, at one point I was in the, even in it uh, differently, I suppose. Um, back when I played games professionally, when I played StarCraft 2, when I played um, um, Smash for a little bit, not so much professionally, but StarCraft 2 primarily, I, I streamed it, but the only reason I streamed it was because I had a coach in Korea at the time, uh, and she wanted oh. uh, an easy medium for her to be able to see it. Discord wasn't a thing back then, right? Uh, you right. had Skype, which was, okay. well, Skype. And, um, and, yeah. and other stuff, right? So I, I use Twitch. I just stream to Twitch so she could watch my games while I play and she'd be in voice chat with me and explain what I could do better. That's that's what I used. It was for nothing else. I think I'd get up to like five, six viewers. But for me, I, I didn't even look at that. It wasn't a thing. It was a medium for me to show something else, right? Then, like you said, you have those people that are just, they, they hit the go live button because it's a fun button to press and then they play their games, right? Um, you have all yeah. different kinds and, and not everyone out there. In fact, a lot of people out there aren't aren't those who are like, oh, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to be soda popping. I'm going to be going to be disguised toast one day right mm-hmm. uh so yeah like there are different kinds of people who want to stream for different different reasons uh and sometimes the viewers sort of show up and they end up being a bonus mm-hmm. right so if, if the act of streaming itself is a reward and that, that definitely can be for for a lot of people um so once you decide what platform you what platforms you have available to you um what would the next step be? Say someone has decided, okay, I have a laptop that can run games. Yeah. Um, what would be the next few things that need to check off their list? Because before anybody can like really get started, I mean, Twitch has a very low barrier to entry. I'd probably say even lower than YouTube. And YouTube oh, is definitely, all, about, definitely. all about anybody can be on the internet, right? But you still, in order to really produce anything, on YouTube, you actually have to have camera stuff, lighting stuff, audio stuff, all the time. It's like you need a place to record. Da da da. With Twitch, there's so many different platforms that has like have you can access Twitch, and as long as you have a camera, you're good. 
so once they have a, a laptop that can that can run games, what would their next step be? Uh, well, it's 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 interesting you say that. Um, obviously, once you find a medium, it's important to know. Obviously, you're saying streaming on Twitch. There's other places to stream as well. Uh, if you're on the laptop, I'd say you know get your technicalities out of the way. Figure out if you want to use OBS, XSplit, uh, what you want to do, your bit rates. Once you've gotten all the technicals out of the way, uh, it really is just about starting. And when it comes to the more ideological aspects of it, like what what are you streaming for and and why? I'd say that's almost my next step. Um, for me it was very important relatively early to figure out what, what what is the reason I'm streaming. In fact, possibly even before you figure out, you know, what your platform is, what you want to do is, hey, what am I looking to get out of this? You know, what is the reasoning for it? And I think that's important in everything, not not just streaming. Um, I mean, I personally, this is something I want to do as a job. I absolutely love streaming. Um, it's a way for me to meet people all over the world. It's a way for me to talk to to my viewers or my friends as I, as I consider them. Mm-hmm. That's what it is mm-hmm. for me. I have a whole streaming plan, 12 months plans, talks about all these things. And, and I could even go through that with you guys. But at the end of the day, for, for each person, it's going to be different, right? Um, but once you've gotten once you've gotten that out of the way, you know why you want to stream, uh, you know what you want to stream on, you've gotten all of that. It is just about about going live and, and focusing on on being who you want to be. I recommend and this is my personal, obviously, there's there's other people out there, but but be you or or be what you want to be, right? Um, I think at the end of the day, that's you, you brought up Dr. Disrespect, actually, uh, in that aspect, he's he's pretty amazing at those three things we were talking about, he does them all almost perfectly. And that's why yeah. he's yeah. so big. Um, the biggest thing is he is who he wants to be. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be your exact personality in real life. But he is who he wants to be. That's the personality he picked. It's genuine for him and it's what he wants to do. And that in and of itself, that will draw people. Being being confident and being who you want to be will will interest people, right? Because it's fun. It's it's cool and it's it's unique, right? It's almost like you're creating your own brand, right? Well, because you are your own yeah. brand, and that's what Twitch is. Yeah. Yeah. You can sort of live live it out. And you know what? Some people might be really uh they, they might feel uh see it's really appealing uh being able to act a certain way online uh with twitch or any other platform they could act in a way that is true to themselves online a way that they can't necessarily act in their real life for whatever reason almost Uh, maybe peer pressure or uh family stuff or whatever it is or just even a confidence thing might not be able to act a certain way in real life but they can become the kind of person that they feel like they want to be in front of a camera and in front of an audience most definitely um i think i think that can be very tough i think a lot of people find their confidence and there's there's all those stories you guys will see online um from people like going through their social media and talking about how mm-hmm. twitch has helped them about how it, it brought them that confidence that they lacked before it, it, it yeah. gave them that individuality because there is a, a huge pressure to to conform in in our society right and and it's something that there's been studies on constantly this idea that that when when everyone else is doing one thing, it's so hard to do another. But if you can if you can find one other person like you, if you can find one other person who who believes and agrees with what you do, then it makes it that much easier to be you. And I think that's that's what creates and and allows a lot of Twitch communities to thrive. Mm-hmm. Is is yeah. that in and of itself that ability to express yourself and to find others very easily, very quickly that share that and 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 allow that right and i think twitch is a beautiful medium for for meeting people and making friends because of that it's it's a massive massive platform that allows you to very quickly 
find and meet people that that appreciate and and maybe interested in, in what you want. So yeah, when you refer to that individuality and and being confident or being who they want to be, I think Twitch allows that to to yeah. thrive more than most places do. And it, it allows people to feel vindicated mm-hmm. in things that they like and things that they want to do. So if you want to be a creative, if you want to be uh, stream games, if you want to do cosplay, if you want to do whatever, uh, sometimes streaming uh, and having a community is maybe one of the few ways that that will allow you to feel comfortable with these things that you're interested in, uh, things that you don't necessarily get feel supported uh, maybe feel supported by your real life friend groups or family. Uh, sometimes you can find people online that are also sharing these these interests. Absolutely, and, uh, you, you won't feel so weird about liking these things or <laughs> wanting to do these things, right? Um, so, actually, let's get a little bit more into Connor how you started. So, a year ago, <laughs> not as far time. back as yeah, not as far back as me, but. Um, so obviously you have already had a history with 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 games but um Twitch being a rapidly growing platform rapidly growing website mm-hmm. it's getting more attention from a lot of people so how long did you actually know about Twitch before you oh, made the choice to actually start streaming <laughs> this adds because- it's it's interesting I, I i get what you're saying here me and Waz were actually i don't know if you recall Waz we were talking about this yesterday yeah i remember that um we were talking about the the idea that like I was, I've been on Twitch for, for many years. I remember, I, I guess the most vivid memory I have in my mind is, is years ago, waking up for school every single morning. I used to watch, um, God, I forget exactly what his name was. It was like a Trenador or something like that, uh, or Ariador. He, he played uh, Super Mario Maker every single, every single day, every morning. And I used to wake up each morning and get breakfast, grab my cereal, go sit on the couch, <laughs> turn the TV on, you know, hook it up HDMI to a laptop and just <laughs> watch Mario Maker for half an hour. That's what I did like every day. Um, and, and even looking back, I, I used to watch StarCraft back when like uh, Huck and OGSMC and Puck used to used to stream on Twitch. And it was always this kind of like, like once again, like that, that, that stars in the sky, impossible to reach. Oh, this would be so cool to play video games for a living. But I never realized that Twitch was something you could make money in. I thought it was just a way for them to share what they're doing yeah. and that they made money through through like their their professional games. And so that's what I pursued is I pursued professional games. I was like, that's where the money is. That that's that's how I could make playing video games sustainable. That's that's what I need to pursue. And so that's what I focused on. Yeah. Um <laughs> so so then you just you already had all of your gear ready to go. Well and you knew the website so you already had your account. So you so what what had to change in order for you to make that transition from a viewer to a streamer yeah so interestingly enough um i didn't really have all my gear until i i did a little bit of youtube um i won't divulge the name of that um <laughs> it's it's the dark ages we don't talk about that there's a few Connor, people Connor on my has some dark secrets dark se- what are you talking about dude what i'm talking about <laughs> is just a, an embarrassing time in which i don't want to reveal to all of my closest friends a few of my few of my friends on, on Discord know about it. But I, I shared a YouTube channel with my best friend at the time, Connor, um, as well. Uh, I won't, like I said, I almost said the name. Oof. Double C's? Is that, the, is that the name? No, no, don't. What? God dang it, Waz. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, we... Not we, time for 20 questions, Waz. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But no, we, um, 
we we did a bit of YouTube. So we we played games like uh, Mario Sunshine um, and and some of the old indie games, things like FNAF as well, some like the like newer games as well. And and we did that on YouTube. It went for like a year. I learned a ton about production, um, a ton about like how little you make from YouTube um, based mm-hmm. on views and things like that. Like don't go, don't get me wrong. We still made a few cents, all right. Per, per per hundred views and stuff like that per video we made it was it was cool and especially just getting that first hint of like hey this is a thing you can make actual currency in like that was interesting and that's kind of what like built yeah. that taste and my interest in it i had a best friend uh, one of my best friends um she actually still streams her her stream is boom it's magic uh for for that kind of shout out but no she she streams um more for fun than anything which i think is amazing but uh, she she dropped out of high school to start pursuing streaming and and she bought a bunch Holy. of streaming stuff and that's what she wanted to do that's she wanted to entertain okay. people and good on her but yeah, yeah it, that's... for me that was terrifying that was never something that's that bold. I oh yeah that that's I could risky. do and to be fair I'm I'm like mid year in engineering taking breaks off from it so in a way I did as well but not not early not and not before someone else showed me it was okay as well like going back to that premise that when you find someone else that that can support you or, or can show you that it's okay to do that. It makes it easier for you too. So that mm-hmm. that's what really helped me make that choice. Um, you said like, I kind of had all that equipment after the YouTube thing. I, I had my equipment. I had my snowball. I had a, a camera. That's all you, that's all I really needed a, a webcam, a microphone and my computer. It wasn't great. I mean, I I've been playing or I had been playing since just before I upgraded my computer on a like nine year old gaming PC. I only ever used it for Starcraft. That was when I got it back then. Um, when uh, Wings of Liberty released. And so I, I played that uh, and I was like, all right, well, what do I want to stream? Uh, and I started out, there was really no change for me. I just decided I wanted to stream. So I started I started streaming. I, I hit the go live button after I figured out what game I wanted to play. And the game that I, I was playing at that point was League of Legends, right? Um, so obviously I came up with my username, LolCat. I played Katarina. I was like, this is my favorite character. Uh, decided what I was going to do. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to play Katarina. I'm going to play ranked. I'm going to get good at League of Legends. And and that's that's what's going to be fun. That's what I'm going to do, you know? Um, and so I, I hit the go live button, like you said, Jarediculous. And and I yep. I started streaming. Um, and hey. I had zero viewers. And yeah. So uh, back up. So your name, Lolcat. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> is, is it actually laugh out loud cat no so league of legends originally it did cross my mind because i'm a a very forward-thinking individual you know this is great i could just put lol cat because i I tried out cat i was like i'm just gonna be cat that's gonna be me then obviously the cat with a c was taken i was like okay who'd have guessed um how about a k and so i tried kat that didn't work and so i I was like okay well what about like league of legends cat because i'm playing league right now so i did lol kat that was taken. I tried with two T's and that was taken. I tried with three T's wow. and it wasn't taken. And I wasn't going to use that, but when I checked if it was taken, it submitted it. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well, this is what I'm using, I guess. There you go. Totally by accident. It is what it okay. is, dude. It, it, and a legend was born. It, it, <laughs> it looks beautiful. I just you really like cats. It, it, looks, it looks beautiful on That's the back funny. of a T-shirt, all right? That's, uh, I'm okay with it. Three T's is so fine. So you don't like cats? I, dude, I love so, animals, all right? But no, oh, okay. it, it never came from cats. Everyone in my Discord who calls me a Neko and stuff is a joke. It's oh my it's God, ridiculous. All right, no, it that adds a whole new layer to it. This, right? is, yeah. this is something else. I just right? lost. I just this... lost a lot of street cred. There it goes. I mean, it's <laughs> like we're gonna, if you ever get a Wikipedia page, we're gonna have to put that in, right? I mean, I oh yeah, it's it's got to go in. There. I I might and already is... have one. One of my viewers 
essential Dang, trivia. Wikipedia page about me. Was... Why am I not surprised? Because <laughs> they're ridiculous. That's why. But hey, that actually has a that's a much better origin story. <laughs> that it was the origin story of like Cat. accident accidental username, <laughs> uh, right? I try not um, to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you heard it here first. There it is. But no, after yeah. af- after that, I kind of I was like, all right, well, this is my username. This is what I'll go with. I I've actually, funnily enough, I so I, I did a lot of like video editing and, and and visual editing for my YouTube channel. So I already had a bit of grounds in it. I didn't have to go to any visual editors, any emote makers for a lot of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have emotes at first, but for like my overlays and stuff like that, I made that all by hand and custom. And I went through so many different themes uh, than what you guys see right now. That kind of soft blue, very like the aura I try to go with with my stream, like that wholesome kind, it's not as though like negativity isn't allowed, but a place in which people can feel safe to kind of open up. That's, a safe space. That's the blue I have. I actually memorized the code, which is FF2E92FD is the uh, the color code of the blue that I use. And I try to use it with everything because it's it's one of my favorite colors. Um, It's nice and smooth and, and I think it, it brings that kind of warmth. That... Wait, wait, this color has a code to it? All colors have yeah, color it's, codes. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a hex code. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. My, uh, I'm just good at memorizing my, stuff. Yeah, this my, is true. I'm, yeah, my totally normal brand, uh, red mm-hmm. is nine eight one. B one E. There you go. It's yeah. it, it's the little things, dude, and it's that kind of uniformity <laughs> that's really good. I mean, that's something we'll probably yeah. talk about after. But yeah, I I picked I picked what I wanted with my theme. It changed a million times, so don't worry about getting it right the oh, first yeah. time. The biggest oh, thing yeah. I always tell yeah, people it's is grow over time. Yeah, just just start yeah. your stream. Pick what you want to do at that moment, and it's it's something my my, my I, folks. I feel like yeah, when okay. you start early streaming, don't worry about modes. Don't worry about sub badges and all that dude. stuff. Like. Yeah. That can come later. Like, just focus on getting a like a, a ground. A, I don't know something started, right? Well, yeah. Just like you mentioned before, it's like the best thing is to just get started. Yeah. Rather than put it off and make sure that you have all the places and I've pieces seen in place. So many people like they start up and they have like fifty followers and they're like, oh, I need a, I need a banner, I need uh, emotes, I need this and that, I need, I need this to stand out. I'm like, but. Like you just started, man. Well, Relax. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a race. It's not a race. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like it was like I was saying. Like I, I have a whole streaming plan thing that I set up. It goes like month, month through month. And I, I actually watched. This was a while back uh, near TwitchCon. They did like a, a whole like how to grow your stream, blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, so I, I watched that. I copied down almost every single word they said. I went through all of it and just transcribed the majority of it. Um. And and the panels they went through. And that's one of the things they recommend is is that first month, that first two to three months. Um, they're, they're titled the first month is watch the second month is find your identity right for that first month mm-hmm. there's, it, they, they stated full out and and I think it's one of the best advice or pieces of advice people can take is don't worry about growing your channel don't worry about focusing on on really anything even that consistency even like making sure just sit down and watch a lot of content consume and and don't mm-hmm. just watch consume as much as you can watch streamers watch youtubers watch late night talk shows watch personalities anything exactly. watch it and identify and really watch it identify the qualities you admire most in other broadcasters and their audiences figure out what they're doing that you appreciate and what makes them individual and that you like and and Next month, find your identity. Once you've once you've consumed this, once you've watched this, and even while you're watching it, try to figure out what what are your particular strengths and weaknesses. You know, like is there a game that you like? Is there a niche that you think you could fill? Is there something missing that, mm-hmm. that you wish was there? Because I guarantee there are other people that feel the same way. Are there hobbies, special interests? You know, that you can make a part of your show. Obviously, mine was cats. Initially, it was Katarina. It was it was League, and it was 
I felt League was a really toxic game. I, I, I hated that about League of Legends, and a lot of people agree with no it. Doubt about that. And so I decided I was going to fill or try to fill that niche of of that kind of positivity, the person that, that could help you improve, that would be there to talk to you, that, that didn't get tilted, because I don't get tilted. I've even played getting over it, right? And I decided, and you should decide, what are your goals as a broadcaster? Don't make them date-based. Don't make them time-based. Just decide what you want to do, like what sets you apart, and what do you want to achieve, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah wholesome uh wholesome league um <laughs> any 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 game that is uh very competitive uh you're going to get people raging and getting them tilted and all that kind of stuff um and people don't go to people's streams to see them rage i mean that's a niche i it, i honestly is, think that I, I would go to a stream to watch someone rage. there are streams there Why are do you think like Jasmine Gold for like four hours straight? Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Tyler One stream? Good God! No. Oh, I... he's he's a League of Legends player. Um, he was banned from League of Legends, IP banned. Well, not IP banned, but he was like IRL banned from League of Legends. If he ever tried to stream it, if anyone ever found out it was his account, Riot would ban his account immediately. Uh, his name is Lol Tyler One. You can look him up. He's one of the biggest streamers in the world. Yeah. Uh, and he is and was the the most toxic individual i've seen he would constantly scream at people on his stream 90 percent of the entertainment on his stream was him screaming at people saying how terrible they were at the game that they should kys right like some absurd things eventually got him banned right dude but that was was and is his stream he was in the same tsa line as me like in san jose for twitchcon Mm -hmm. i wanted to go say hi to him but at the same time i was kind of like he looked like he's gonna get mad at me i don't know why he seems like a nice guy (laughs) Super nice guy, I heard. He is. He is a nice guy. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is you were talking about personalities. That isn't just him. He isn't just this toxic ass. Yeah, does he get mad? Of course. Does he does he get upset? Of course. But his brand, that is who, that is the personality he decided. It's not just about toxicity, Mm -hmm. it's about superiority. And 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 that's what his stream is very much about, kind of like Dr. Disrespect. And that's where that popularity comes from. Is it was very much about that, like I'm better than everyone else. Like I'm I'm the superior, Mm -hmm. you know, lol Tyler um... one. It stands for number one because he's the best. He's he's like a total unit. That's who he is. I mean, if you look at professional sports, you have people like Conor McGregor who are always kind of like showboasting, right? Mm-hmm. And people love it. It's they, they consume it like nothing. Yeah, and and it is that way for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, that's also like you know personal personal taste. I personally can't stand those people, <laughs> so that wouldn't appeal to me. But I'm sure that appeals to many other people, uh, especially yeah, with with because it, it, it that always goes hand in hand with competition absolutely team sports or if they're if people are really take their training seriously and they they really want to be winners if there's if there's a title on the line uh you're gonna have big personalities like that yeah and people appreciate that yeah i find it hilarious when people get mad i I don't know if that's just me but like it's one of the reasons why ksi (laughs) got so big in the first place on Uh. youtube it's because he would rage at FIFA and people find it hilarious. Well, that's that's kind of yeah. what Jared was was referencing is it's not his type. Yeah. And, and that's what I was kind of trying to, to bring up when, when Jared said people don't go to streams to watch that. Well, people do. Was would. Jared mm-hmm. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't I don't love that either, Jared. And I'll honestly I originally came yeah. to Twitch to watch chill streamers. But then I just yeah. I just found some entertainment value in other people like, for example, Asmund Gold, mm-hmm. who tends to get mad at 
World of Warcraft. And he's a and- huge WoW streamer, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. and that's that's the biggest thing is at the end of the day, it is really important to realize no matter how strange your stream style is, no matter how weird and, and uninteresting you think it is, yeah. there are always people out there that will be interested in it. They're always. And actually, this brings up this brings up a good good topic too. So anybody who wants to get into streaming and actually wants to go all the way, right? Mm-hmm. And actually mm-hmm. wants to do it long term. Sure. Sustainability. While you're exactly while you're looking into that identity portion, right? Yeah. You can also identify what people are looking for or what people like to see. So you also have to have a bit of a balance of between who you are and what kind of streamer you want to be versus what kind of audience is available for certain kinds of streamers. So you can you can maybe pander a little bit or serve uh, a demand. Sure. But if you find that you are crossing over into trying to serve a demand more than acting true to yourself, yes. you're going to sacrifice sustainability. Exactly. And that, that's also what causes burnout. Um, and I myself oh, yeah. have actually experienced this firsthand where what you're doing or who you are or the kind of show that you're putting on, if it's more for your audience than for yourself, you will have a bad time. It it will kill the joy very, very quickly. If you are um, performing and doing all these things for the enjoyment of other people, because you're basically putting the power and the control of your stream and the entertain and your entertainment content, you're giving over the power to other people rather than maintaining it and, uh, and containing that control for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and when you give up that power and that control, then you can very easily, very quickly feel uh, like you can also almost kind of spin out where like, uh, why, why am I doing this? And then you, you, it's really, really easy to lose focus. No, absolutely. If you don't feel like you have control over your own stream. Well, and I, I find, and, and this actually kind of ties into the reason I stopped playing League. Um, and, and there's a there's a whole issue with that, right? Um, that at the end of the day, relinquishing that kind of control, like you should always be in control of your stream and be in control of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It was like you were talking about with sustainability. At the end of the day, it is your life and it doesn't feel good to have to do something. You, you shouldn't be forced to. And... It's it's like a lot of people talk with with big streamers is you can't let the viewers control you either. It they're there to watch you, not you there strictly to entertain them, right? It, it, I think at the end well, of the day, it should be similar to equals. It, it shouldn't just be they're your viewers below you. You're the big streamer above them, mm-hmm. right? I stopped playing League after playing it for a while when it wasn't fun because I thought it was the thing I had to play. If I didn't play it, I wouldn't get as many yeah. viewers. And yeah, Terra exactly. was the same way. I averaged like what 30, 60 viewers when I played Terra. And I, I hated parts well, of it. Well, I see that with uh, even like Fortnite streamers now, because there are kind of some streamers that got consumed by Fortnite and got big off it. Mm-hmm. They're kind of stuck in that realm of Fortnite, and they're now that's like, yeah. well, I don't like this game. Well, but if that, I try yeah, playing something else, I'm gonna lose viewers. Yeah, exactly. Like they're scared to do anything else because like, yeah, okay, exactly. Well, they made their they made their brand and they made their name and whatever with this one thing. And they, it's easy to feel like you're going to lose everything you've gained by switching gears. But if it's done right, you will have people following you, not your content. Look at uh, um, look at Ninja. Oh yeah, I mean he Ninja is he's 
I don't, I don't I don't know what the percentage is, but he's he tries all sorts of uh, battle royales. But now he's focused on Apex. My thing is the the first he he was one of the first big streamers into Fortnite, and look what it did for him. It, it is that yeah. premise oh, yeah. that if you pivot correctly, if you if you pick your times well, and actually this is once again ties into like GTA, which is a good example for me. I I switched to GTA at a good time. I pivoted into it in at a time when my viewers wanted me to, and they wanted mm-hmm. me to right before and because they were kind of like my i suppose warning of it of people saying hey i want to get into rp well when your viewers say it it's not just your viewers saying it in most cases right right? and 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 that's the thing ninja pivoted into it at a good time i do understand though the sentiment that a lot of streamers feel with that personally at the end of the day it shouldn't be scary for you to switch games Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be worrying for you to switch but there is the worry when it's your life it's the same difference between if you were to be let's say working let's say you're going to school at eight and you decide you want to switch your degree that that honestly shouldn't be that stressful but it is but the reason a lot Mm. of people get stressed out by that is because they're they're not sure how it's going to work they're they're worried about um they're worried about if they'll succeed in it they're they're worried about if it'll be something they like but don't worry you only have so much time and you should try everything but if it's your job if you're feeding a family if it's your livelihood it's different right i understand Mm -hmm. when streamers are like oh well i don't really want to change what if my viewers drop from 30 to 20 i'm like honestly you're being ridiculous switch do what you love try new things Mm -hmm. that's how you'll find new people but when a streamer with with four thousand subscribers says Hey, I'm making enough to live right now. What yeah. if I switch and my subs drop to 500 and I can't pay for my house in Cali anymore? Then what do I do? Hmm. Right? And and honestly, that's that's a point that I haven't gotten to and and a point that I, I feel is is far more difficult because it's it's different yeah. when it's not just about your happiness, it's about your life. But yeah. it depends it depends on what sort of percentage of that audience is following the streamer or following the content. Absolutely. Because because well, people are finicky, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if if people are following you, they're going to come to see the content that you create, no matter what you're creating. Yes. Right? Because you... Okay, this goes for anybody else. You are the common denominator in every single one of your streams. Mm-hmm. If you have people that come by for uh, every single one or the majority of your streams, they're coming by to see you. If you have people that drop in every once in a while, Sometimes they're just there to see the games you're playing. Interestingly um, enough, and I apologize to interrupt, I, I honestly find that more often than not, it's it tends to be the other way around. That if you're playing the yeah. if you're playing the same game daily, um, which a lot of streamers do, unless they're variety streamers, that the people who tend to show up every single day are there for the game. In all honesty, back when I watched Super Mario Maker, I was there every single day. And if he wasn't streaming Mario Maker, I'd go to somewhere else. But every day yep, he streamed Mario Maker, experience. I was there. And that's why people talk about how variety streaming is way harder to grow. It's way harder to get big. But it's because, in a way, you are deciding what your community is. Um, you aren't playing a yeah. game and attracting viewers and, and groups from that. That when you switch, you'll have a lo- much larger uh, drop. Yeah. Unsanity, um, for, for those of you who don't know, he's an Edmonton Twitch partner. Unsanity Live is a perfect example of this. He's been a variety streamer since nearly the very beginning. Um, right mm. now, I think he averages like two, 300 viewers 200. last time yeah. I saw. Yeah. And that is consistent. It doesn't matter if he's playing the original Pac-Man or the brand new Dying Light or or some Steam game he found that's really good or some random mini-clip game he found online. He will consistently hit those numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's switched games. He's done so many different things. He's always focused on what he wanted 
and slowly grown from yep. there. He's been streaming since when Twitch was like JTV. Uh, uh, yeah, bef- yeah. He has yeah. he has one of the global emotes, which was what people used to get when they got partnered, right? But he's been doing it since the very beginning, and his community is the definition of that variety community. It is people that are there because yep. it is Tom, not because they, he's like, playing a game. And he doesn't have like the most followers in the world, but he's nope. like he averages a lot of viewers for a, a good amount of like follower ratio, I guess you can say. Like, and he's yeah, been around for focus a long on time. that, yeah. And he's always having fun when he's streaming. Like, he's a great example. Agreed, one hundred percent. And I think I think that in and of itself is is what I guess the draw of variety streaming is. Because yeah, will mm-hmm. will it slow down your growth? Absolutely. Um, if you play one game, if you are consistent in one game, you will grow faster. You will get more. Um, you'll get more viewers yep. because they know that you'll be there every day, right? And it's it's that kind of that balance and that consistency that we were talking about that does help initial growth. But oftentimes, you will find that those the the the, the people that do follow you, while they enjoy mm-hmm. you, they they are a lot there for the game but if you have an interesting personality and if you do entertain excessively then they will be there for you if if you're entertaining if you're fun to watch there'll there'll be people there that are are there to watch for you not just for the game so those will be your those will be your rider your rider dies absolutely and a lot of them will will end up being mods in your streams Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah if they're dedicated to that stream they will defend it (laughs) with their lives yeah i'll fight Um, to the death that's something that yeah that is something that i experienced as well uh when i started but before I started streaming, I would basically hop around, hop around the site looking for Jackbox games to play. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the the streamers that played Jackbox consistently on certain days, those are the ones I followed. Uh, as soon as they started playing something else, I wouldn't participate or I wouldn't uh, wouldn't show up. Yeah, yeah, because not, I yeah. was focused on a game and I wanted to uh, wanted to play it. But then I decided I can play my own game, so then I started streaming. And and then I had the exact same thing happen to me, where anytime I was playing Jackbox, the same people would come by. Yep. Any other day, I wanted to play something else because I was like, "Well, I'm kind of, kind of sick of Jackbox, and I'm seeing all the same answers over and over again." Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wanted to play something else. I would get maybe two or three viewers. Yeah, I've had that people, happen to myself. Yeah, because the the people that followed me followed me for a reason. Uh, they were they didn't follow me as a variety streamer they they followed me as a jackbox streamer mm-hmm. so as soon as i stopped playing jackbox they had no reason to come by um because that was their main draw mm-hmm. uh but once you get more established and people are like hey we're playing jackbox i like the game but i also like really like this guy or this this whatever else uh is is in the stream sometimes that's enough to sort of override whatever else you're playing if you're playing you decide to play something else that they don't have much interest in the funny thing is, uh, the the days that I had the the least amount of attention on my streams uh, was when I was playing Fortnite. And, I can relate to that, I guess. Yeah, I st- I still just ended up playing for a little bit, just so I could experience it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I still had some of my rider dies come by, and they would just they would just pop in, but no. they wouldn't stick around because it that, wasn't their bag. I want that begs the question for Connor now. What's what's the worst game you've had? Street, like oh, streaming, God. like what were your worst oh, experience yeah. of the game? Oh, Jesus, um, <laughs> God, I'm trying to think now. Uh, well, I played. I didn't stream the first time I played Fortnite, or actually, yeah, I did. I I've only played Fortnite once. Um, and mm-hmm. I I've, I think I've told the story a little bit. The the first time I played Fortnite, obviously, it's not really my kind of game. I didn't love it. It didn't even run very well on my PC. But the first solo game I played, and the only solo game I've ever played, I I won. It was a terrible 
terrible story of me being in a bush and two people hitting each other at similar times, one with a grenade, one with a sniper. Oh, jeez. Um, but point is, I won, all right? <laughs> one for one, I'm a god. Okay, um, yeah. But I think probably, I don't... I don't know if anything stands out as like the worst game I've played. I've had like some of my worst experiences in certain games. Like I've had league games that are absolutely terrible. I, at one point, I hope no one calls this person out, but I, I, I did like a, a duo stream kind of with someone. We weren't even in a discord call. We were just doing like ARAMs in league of legends where it was our team versus their team. And so mm-hmm. it was our, my viewers versus their viewers. And, um, uh, my viewers were our our team average skill was a little bit better than the, theirs and we were in it like just like fooling around and having fun and i guess they were in it more seriously and so like when our team did better and we were like joking around and having fun they kind of got upset and at the end of the day that's what always makes things bad for me what makes it not fun is is when people are upset i would say probably mm-hmm. my least fun experience uh, has been Oftentimes when I'm I'm playing something that's intended strictly for like viewer interaction and fun, and then it it ends up not being that. I know one of my least favorite experiences was I, I did Minecraft like um like cat hunt. So it was like when people would try to chase me and kill me every single day, it was pretty tough. Um but it was fun for the first little while and then it just got it just got stressful out of my mind. Like it was like that that old Canadian show that like uh, hunter versus hunted or whatever. Um where they would just hunt you down and it, it was it was stressful but i i i'm a bad person to ask for that because i tend to focus a lot more on the positives i remember some of the best experiences i've had more than i remember any yeah. bad ones particularly well some people will be sort of established in a, in a game or games or even to the genre mm-hmm. and then they try to they they're interested or curious about something else and then they they attempt it but their audience just isn't having it yeah and then sometimes it can it can be so discouraging that they just never touch it again. Yeah. So it is a good thing that you haven't had to experience that. Uh, was <laughs> uh, I know you played a lot of Fortnite. Um, what at other, one point? At one point, yeah. Uh, like many of us. Uh, but I know you haven't streamed in a while. Uh, but what what were you streaming before you t- took your extended absence? Apex Legends. Oh yes. I, that was the last thing I think I streamed. Well, even before that. I was going to say, you started a break before that, though, right? Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I don't know. I was kind of, like, trying out different games. Oh, so you were trying to, like... So just, did it... You're, yeah. Honest question. So did you, it feel like you kind of just lost... Not, like, lost the motivation to stream? Because that can happen as well. I know most of it was, was oh, it, yeah. time-based, but... Do you feel like one of the reasons that it, it got harder to stream was because you didn't have a game that was like your ride or die game at that moment? You didn't have it. A- Honestly, sometimes, yeah. It's kind of like I don't have a game that I can spend like four hours a day on each day, right? This It's not like 2011 for me where I can go on World of Warcraft and have fun for five hours a day or Call of Duty back when that was prime, right? Mm-hmm, because I, I feel like it's it's one of those things. Well, the quote is, or, or people always say, like, you'll make time for what you love. And Mm-hmm. it's hard to find or make time for streaming if there's nothing to play or nothing to do that you love right um and actually it was interesting uh you were saying jared um a little bit about like not having a chance to play a game or, or ha- rather playing a game and, and your viewership doesn't really like it uh, this is something i recommend to everyone and this is a personal recommendation and, and a recommendation you'll get from most people both successful and unsuccessful um i I'd, i've never let my community decide 
what I'm going to play against my better judgment yeah. because as bad as this is, I don't, I don't let them, I don't listen to them. I don't, I don't look at my viewer counts, um, except when I need to for data and, and working on things and improving my mm-hmm. stream. Um, I don't, I don't focus on when my chat is dissatisfied with the game I'm playing. Cause at the end of the day, and this is, this is a very selfish thing, but it is about you when you're the streamer that it is about you. Right. Oh, yeah, um, and yeah. that doesn't mean, oh, my God, I'm I'm the only person here that matters. It's all about me. But it means if you're not having fun, it doesn't matter how great the game is. All right. No one is going to have fun. It doesn't matter if your viewers yeah. absolutely love Dead by Daylight. If you hate the game, it's not going to be fun to watch you. This is the thing, yeah. right? Yeah, that's why I don't play Fortnite anymore. I, like, just, I stopped streaming it altogether. When um, I was streaming Fortnite and playing it back in like May, June, throughout the summer, right? My friend Lucas, he told me, like, dude, you, I wouldn't, I used to watch you play Fortnite. You just looked like you weren't having fun. And yeah, yeah. I felt like I was kind of forced to play with friends, going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't. And I had friends. I had friends who would make me feel guilty if I didn't play Fortnite with them. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. It doesn't matter how and, much how much you you try to force yourself or how much yeah. you try to pretend to be happy. That's something you'll and, learn really yeah. quickly. Is it will get tiring, and people, especially viewers who know you and love you, they will notice. It doesn't matter how much they like the game, how much you mm-hmm. pretend to like the game, they'll notice. And that goes for all sorts of uh, content creators too. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, if it, it always begins and ends with the content creator. Um, people will show up based on the content that you make. And as soon as they, as soon as you let other people, you let the audience dictate what content you make, it's not always a guarantee that it'll be a winner. Well, and the reason for and that then, is because they, they, they come for the game and they stay for you. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yes. Because yeah. like, like I said, people are finicky, mm-hmm. right? And as soon as, mm-hmm. as soon as you are not producing what exactly they want, they will go somewhere else. So, or you, like, I've noticed this. If, if the streamer isn't meeting your kind of demands or criteria, you're going to leave. Yeah. Like, some people like to communicate with the streamer and talk and have like a conversation. But what happens when that streamer starts to become a little bit bigger, their chat gets bigger and they start kind of not focusing on you as much. Well, you might just end up just going to someone else, someone smaller, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Cause people yeah. are going to come and go as they please for their own personal reasons. Yeah, So absolutely. it's good to not get really caught up with with that and people always people will get caught up in their own lives too yeah sometimes people will just stop going on twitch and then yeah. then you're just gonna you shouldn't question yourself and say hey was it something that i did yeah and now this person isn't hasn't been seen in so long people are going to come and go and if people are really that invested in you they'll show up yeah i i try to keep contact with a lot of my viewers even the ones that mm-hmm. that end up disappearing 99 percent of the time and I, I can nearly assure you this i've had i've had People like, for instance, one of my mods catchers. He he stayed with me my entire twenty four hour stream. I've I've actually twice now. Mm-hmm. I've always had a mod that stays with me my entire twenty four hour stream. They're nuts, um, and I, I love them to death. I've I've had mods that like have have stayed with me for for years, and well, I guess not years, but <laughs> have stayed with me for like a long time, Decades. months, and yeah, dude, fucking millenniums. Um, I and I, I love them, and and then they just disappear, and 
lots of times it's it's because people have lives and it's important to respect that, right? Don't worry. That doesn't mean you shouldn't care, but don't don't worry that just because something happens that it's that it's your fault. I yeah. I don't look at my viewer count because I don't want it to I know it will control yeah. my stream. Yeah. And no matter how big, how great a streamer gets, it will affect mm-hmm. you. They it's like Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it's like Jared was saying, at the end of the day, it it really is about you and and about your enjoyment not just the content but i still recommend and this is a a really big thing that you have a day where you go on a game you aren't used to that maybe you won't have fun in but but it's an off day where you go onto a game to have fun because like we were saying that people come for the content and stay for you sometimes you don't take a minute go on like i i think i've went on like things like geometry dash before like geodash there's a huge community (laughs) for that i got a ton of followers in a really short period of time some of them stayed even though I'm not playing Geodash anymore because they came for the content, but they stayed for me. It's great to have, and I would recommend this to everyone, to dedicate a day to just trying a game, a day per week, a day per month, where you just try something. Oh yeah, it's good to have a variety day. Um, And that's what I try to do too, because sometimes you play a single game and that's how you get known. That's how you build your audience. But if you get sick of that game, it's good to sort of mix things up for your own sake, Mm -hmm. not even just for your audience. Absolutely. Um, it is good. Way, it is a, it is a good way to pick up new people, but for your own sanity, sometimes a uh, little little bit of variety is is good too. For sure. Now that begs a question I want to ask: Is how important would you say is a stream schedule? Oh gosh. Because I'm someone who does. I never had a stream no, schedule, yeah. right? And like, um, yeah, so you I stream, stream whenever. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. I'll be live when I feel like it. It's it. Well, it is and it isn't. Go ahead, Jared. I want to hear your opinion. So, yeah, because. Uh, for me, a stream st- stream schedule is really important because I didn't, I never streamed every day. Yeah. So, uh, Connor, you have more more experience actually streaming every day. <laughs> sure. As, yeah. as an actual try to be a full time streamer, mm-hmm. I actually had to work around my schedule, but also because because of the nature of the games that I was playing, I couldn't do it every day. Cool. I just mm-hmm. couldn't. What games? Right? Jackbox. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Right. Yeah. So. It, it, it sometimes yeah that'd be exhausting dude by, yeah by sometimes by not having something during uh every day you can maintain its novelty yeah but as soon as you do it too much then it then people get tired of it right yeah. it was um, just like what you're talking about with having a variety day is important for that yeah. imagine if every other day instead of jackbox you played a different game yeah sure your viewers That's can't show up I every day but it's it's better yeah. than streaming once a week of jackbox because you can't stand doing it every day rather than that stream jackbox one day then other games two days jackbox one day you're at least you're getting yourself up to two streams and yeah. and more than anything you're streaming and 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 you're promoting and creating your content right yeah. the longer you stream the more opportunities there are for, for people to see you um yeah what was your question though well the importance of having a stream schedule and i would actually say and i'd <laughs> like to see what, what connor what you'd say about this is that one i'd say there's two main uh, two main important things about having a stream schedule. Sure. One, you can work around your own schedule so that, you know, if you already have stuff going on in your life, school, work, whatever, that you can dedicate certain chunk of time during mm-hmm. the day, during the week. Um, and that way you can have, you can have a semblance of stability. Yes. Right. Uh, but the other thing too is for your audience. Yes. So if they want a certain bit of content, if they want to consume media, if they want to play a certain kind of game with you or anything like that, they know where you'll be 
and they'll know at what time. And sometimes if people are that dedicated, they will make time for you. And they will say, hey, I know this person is streaming at this time. I'm mm-hmm. going to put this off to this time. I'm going to make sure I'm home by this time because I don't want to miss it. Um, it's also easier to have uh, what I don't know what they would call this in the in the dashboard, but that's people coming back uh, at the exact same time. Uh, yeah, generally like it's rec- like recurrent yeah, visitors, c- c- right? concurrent viewers. Yeah, concurrent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't do that if you're streaming at wild times during the day during the week. Because if you're not predictable, people won't know where to find you. Yeah, it's it's definitely way tougher. Uh, you can still find concurrent viewers because there are people with absolutely no lives. No offense to half my viewers, Kappa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, there's there's definitely people out there that that will be able to. But you make you make a really good point. Both your points actually. Um, first thing is is there's a reason work is nine to five. There's a reason it is each day at a specific time. And it's like you Mm -hmm. said, humans are creatures of habit. It does create that semblance of stability. And that's why you'll find a lot of people who don't have jobs find a lot of difficulty with finding aims in their life. It's because they don't have that stability. They don't have something they can rely on to Hmm. be static. And that, that is very important. We're creatures of habit and so are our viewers, right? Um, And being able to rely on something to be consistent feels nice so that if, if you have a tough day at school, if you have, if you have a hard time with your parents, if you have a hard time at work or with a a loved one, there, there is that static that you can come back to and that you can rely on. That does feel wonderful. Mm -hmm. And creating that emotional bond with viewers is huge uh, and well with yourself to trust yourself to do that um i i would say my personal opinion on schedules is torn and i'll explain the reason for that um in a second but part of that is because of viewers and part of that is because of yourself um i think schedules should be good i think that for a lot of people they aren't um i think for many people it makes them feel restricted it makes them feel torn and that they, they can't keep up with their schedule um and yeah. the reason for this is they're creating schedules that don't actually work for them uh, i did this at first as, as well um i i created a stream schedule that was me streaming every single day um that way people would know that i'm trying to stream every single day and they would try to tune in for it every single day but that's not how it works um because what happens when you miss a day you break that oh, trust yeah. and break that promise with the viewer because you okay. told them you were going to be live and you aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's more important, and I would say it is honestly better to not have a schedule than to have a schedule that you can't stick to, because at least one isn't breaking a promise to your viewers, uh, and that more than anything yeah. is is what will lose you people and lose that trust in you and and that stability and that reliance. Um, what is far better than both options is to come up with a schedule that you can actually do, and it doesn't matter if it's one day a week that you promise people you'll stream. Because you can still stream anytime you want to, but you need to make sure that on that one day you promise that you're going to stream, that you're going to be there. Because that's the day you said you're going to be there. I think for me, it it works. I I changed my schedule. It used to be almost every single day. Now I have it down to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And I might even change it so that it's just Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That doesn't mean, and if you look back at at my videos, I stream a lot. I stream sometimes seven days a week, but I don't need to. And that in and of itself is relieving to me, but also still creates confidence and reliance within my viewers that, yeah, there's days that they can't, they can't rely on, on, on me streaming. However, it just makes it that much better if on a Tuesday when I'm not supposed to stream, I manage to sneak one in in the morning because it's, 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 a, it's a treat. It's time you're putting in past what you're really 
required to by your schedule because you want to see them. And so it doubles down. It improves in both ways that now you're sticking to your schedule. You're accepting and, and, and well, fulfilling your promise to them. And you're accepting and fulfilling the promise you made to yourself to stream on those days. And you'll always have a much better stream when you want to be there. Absolutely. Ra- rather than feeling like you're obligated to be there. Absolutely. It's some people want to stream as a job, but it's different. There's a difference between wanting to stream as a living and making it work. Yeah. Right. So if you create a schedule that is very rigid, like I will st- start at nine at this day and then I will end at cert- this certain time. Mm-hmm. As soon as you make a strict schedule and then you start falling off the wagon, like you miss a day, miss a yep. day there. One, people are going to be, people are going to have those expectations and you're, you're breaking those expectations. They're like, hey, they're not, they're not here. Now what's going on? Mm-hmm. But also you're going to make yourself yeah. feel guilty. Yep. And when you feel guilty, it's going to be harder to face your audience. Be like, oh, hey guys, sorry, I missed the stream. And you're going to feel like you always have to apologize. Yep. So yeah, it's better to, a lot of streamers. It's, it's a, if you are a casual part-time streamer, it it'll be harder to actually have a solid, solid schedule. If you are a full-time streamer and that is what you do, it'll be easier to actually have, make that a routine. And like you get up, you do whatever, you jump on stream, right? Then you can have then that can be your schedule. That can be your 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 week. But if you have a lot going on life happens and you miss a, miss a schedule if you make that perfectly clear to your audience i was gonna say always always let them know mm-hmm. always let them know but if you make it clear to them that ahead of time that this is your stream outline mm-hmm. your schedule outline rather than hard times it's not shift work right you can stream at any time but as long as your audience knows that there's going to be some variation from day to day they can just expect it so then you won't feel so guilty for missing a stream or being late or anything like that. And that's the funny thing. Uh, it might be what Waz was going to touch on, but I, I think really importantly, I think a lot of people make, and we talked about this almost in a way earlier. We didn't say it in this way. And I think it's important to realize that it, it, it can be defined in this way as well. A lot of people, like you were saying, that cause that, they make their viewers their boss rather than their mm-hmm. clients, right? Um, if you feel yeah. guilty, you don't feel you should never feel guilty to your clients, right? Let's say you tried to paint no. someone's house, you painted their house, they weren't happy with it. You aren't you're going to do your best to make them happy. But if the client is wrong, the client is wrong. And at the end of the day, all you can do is the best that you can do. But if your boss is unhappy, you worry, you stress. And very well, you should be because they could fire you and you could lose your job. But that's really not what it is. Viewers are your clientele. Yeah. And if you can't make it into work, it's stressful to call in sick to your boss. But if oh, you yeah. can't make it into work or if you can't work for a day, a restaurant can't just not put the sign up that says it's not open today. You need to let them know. Yeah. You need to explain the reasoning so that they don't feel as though it's unreliable. How would you feel if you went to a Red Robins or something like that and it just wasn't there for no reason whatsoever? versus if you go up and it's like oh we're getting maintenance done sorry for the inconvenience you're like ah shoot well it happens i'll I'll come another time well like if if you get really excited about taco tuesdays and the the usual taco stand just isn't there anymore and you're like right well well, i was looking forward to taco tuesday Mm -hmm. tuesdays is for tacos and they, they yeah 
so yeah, you have those expectations, and and, and people can ma- they make you part of their routine. It's always about expectations. Up, up in the routine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were going to uh, say, was I think you were mentioning, or you started to talk earlier. Did you have a point you're going to make? I'm just saying, yeah. A lot of people tend to feel like sorry for like always that they're missing a stream day, and like I'm like I'm sorry, I've been streamed a week. Like like life's been so busy, and like. Yeah. Like sometimes you gotta put yourself first. I, like, I do think it is important to say that and to act like that, though. I, yeah. I, I do think you should apologize. Well, once you have a community mm-hmm. formed, right? I, I'd say. And I think showing that yeah. vulnerability is important as well to show them that you yeah, are and human. And then show, yeah. and sh- you show that you you care. Mm-hmm. Like you are looking out for them, and then obviously if if they're negatively impacted, um, then you, okay, obviously you can feel bad. But um, a part of that also is if you're if a person is scared of losing people, then they're like, Oh no, I've done that. I've done this horrible thing. Yeah. And now they're going to hate me. And then they're going to lose faith in me. And then I'll never, never going to see them again. Come um, straight back to that idea that at the end of the day, you have to accept that sometimes people will go and that the viewer, yeah, the yeah. number of viewers doesn't yeah. matter. It's the friends that you have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're always going to have like a core group that'll stick around. And then there's always going to be other people that kind of show up every once in a while. People that um, want to be a part of that group, and you should invite them with open arms, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it like 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 we started at the at the beginning. It's when you're starting a stream. Keep in mind that it begins and ends with you. Mm-hmm. That your audience will grow around you, mm-hmm. um, and the content that you make needs to be true to what you're interested in, rather than what you think your viewers are interested in. Absolutely. Because viewers are going to come and go. Yeah. They're going to come and go. Uh, but you are the you are the constant in your stream, so you have to make sure that you show up for your own stream, rather than uh, showing up for your audience. Most most definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, Wes. Uh, I just want to. I was thinking like kind uh, kind of switching topics here, but going back to an earlier point hmm. we made in the earlier in the episode. Recently, you've I kind of want to focus on you a bit, sure, because you you you've taken in this new trend of GTA RP. <laughs> And it's kind of it's kind of sweeping Twitch in a little bit. I just noticed it's a, a new fad. What what are your thoughts on this whole like whole GTA RP thing? Um, I, gosh, uh, I the best thing I can explain is is that um for for those for those out there who who feel like it's it's like this brand new thing or or just this fad that came out um it, it's mostly just misinformation um people who weren't aware that it was um before i think we talked about this a little bit was and i think i talked about this a bit with yeah. you yesterday gtarp has been around for for four plus years now um gta 5 came out what five years ago give or take um and it has been within the top five games on steam for the last five years without dropping out for more than about a day or two that includes PUBG. that includes um dota Right, that includes every single release that has come out since mm-hmm. then. It is um, there's actually a YouTube video uh, where it talks about the top concurrently played games on Steam, and it's amazing to watch the fact that GTA stays within the top five. It gets as high as the top one to three consistently for its entire lifespan, uh, and that's because of GTRP. Um, GTA has okay. never been, and and people don't notice it because it's kind of like the dark horse. It's been within the first page of Twitch, the top ten games on Twitch since its its inception, since its creation. It's never really dropped outside of it. Um, there's always people playing RP and GTRP, and it's for the same reason that uh, Dungeons and Dragons came out many, many, many years ago, and there's still hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. who play it per day. And that's because more than any game, more than anything, all right, role playing is something I feel like 
really stimulates the human mind in a way no other game can yet. Um, Dungeons and Dragons more than anything, because it's a game that's not facilitated by the rules of a system. It's a game that's facilitated by the rules or facilitation of another human being, right? By a god of sorts in that world. And I think there's something to be said about a very natural, but also fantasy or or, or fictional um, Mm -hmm. representation of experiences that you get to share with other people. Because people always talk about like, oh man, you know, how great life would be if like we had magic or, or if it was more of an adventure, if we could, yeah. if we could go out, what if me and you could go out on an adventure today and go slay some goblins or, or GTA, even though it isn't fantasy, it doesn't tickle that fancy. It, it exists in the same way, that same vein of what if me and Waz were to go out and, and, and steal a vehicle or try to rob a bank or, or what if we were to go out and try to be a trash man? Or what if Waz was a monkey and he was my pet and I took him on a trip? It, it fulfills that, what if and that i want to go experience something with a with one of my best friends i want to i want to meet new people while i do that and go on adventures and it's something that lacks in everyday life so for i guess my description of it as a fad it's definitely not a fad but i can describe why it happened um i think people are very bored with games and where they are right now i think that's why games like apex come up shoot to the top then drop back down i I think that's Mm -hmm. why streamers like ninja shoot to the top then drop back down um, I think people are bored. Um, and and if you look at games and and the the nature of what they are right now, there there's a reason for that. And it's because games games are a lot more complicated now, and they lack some of the simple mechanics that make them replayable and yeah. enjoyable indefinitely. Um, GTA, in a way, still has that because it allows you to interact with people. Um, I managed to get into GTA. I think I explained at a good time because my viewers wanted to, right? Um, and I've always loved RP, and GTA is just another place to do that. And I think it's amazing that that it, it's grown and that GTA has been lucky enough to do this. It does this every year. Um, you can actually look in um, the, like Social Blade or or the Gnome statistics or whatever it is, Sully Gnome. Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah, Gnome yeah. statistics. Damn gnomes, man! Um, but you can look in those at GTA. You'll see it fluctuate. Uh, just about every single year, it has like this massive upturn, then a slow drawdown. Massive yeah. upturn, slow drawdown. It just so happens that the right people were a part of the upturn this year. Uh, the right people being Summit 1G, right? The right people being Moon Moon, right? The right soda people poppin'. got Soda Poppin' into it, right? That got Tim the Tatman into it, that got GGX into it, right? And all it is is that it got into the right social group because I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have noticed, but all the top streamers know each other. And that yeah, is a true. social group. So what happens What happens if one person here in, in, in Edmonton who, who's really good friends with everyone gets into gets into um, GTA 5? Well, I did. I know a lot of people. And probably like a third of my server is Edmonton streamers and people now. Like I'm even getting interested in this, right? Because I was telling you, I kind of want to get involved in all this. It, all it requires is one person in your group to be like, hey guys, this is a lot more fun than a lot of the other stuff we've been doing let's try this oh, and yeah. if it's if it's good i mean look at apex dude a few people were just like hey this is really fun let's try it game skyrocketed to the very top and well it, it's still up there and gta will slowly drop back down as as is expected as is part of its life cycle but it just so happened that the right people got a chance to play it and all the biggest streamers mm-hmm. in the world are trying it right now I mean, I remember back uh, a couple years ago, way before Twitch was big, like World of Warcraft had role playing. I got yep. involved with it. It was it was super Perfect fun. Example. Yeah. Although I'll be honest, I I did get involved with the 
erotic roleplay side of things. You but that's, did? That's, that's, oh that's my! Wait, wait, you did or didn't? There, there's a well. I I, I looked into oh, it. Let's just say was. that because World of Warcraft is, has infamous <laughs> server called Moonguard, oh, where people go to Goldshire going to do this? erotic roleplay. Oh, yes, good. Now I never partaked in this. Sure. I just simply okay. went on the server. Good was and good. I I I examined ah, what was going on. You simply it observed. Very, very, yes. It was for science, scientific reasons. It was very disturbing, but it seemed very intriguing at the same mm, time. Yes, it often does. <laughs> now, yes. to be fair, Lost I was thirteen at the time, and I was learning new things. Sorry, you were how old? Thirteen, <laughs> maybe fourteen, fifteen, around that age. I was learning new things. Yeah. The world. young man. Wow, this this <laughs> yeah. this headed a direction I didn't see it coming. There's a reason the second rule on on the GTA servers for my server. By the way, if you guys are interested in GTRP, you guys should stop by. But the second rule <laughs> on there is no ERP. All right. So there's no erotic roleplay. Uh, erotic roleplay is defined as anything excessively suggestive. Um, things yeah. like roleplaying as a prostitute isn't a bad thing. Things like roleplaying or pretending to do a sexual activity oh, okay. are. All right. And that's what ERP you really see, is. On on Moonguard, you would have night elves sitting on male faces. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that matter. You already said oh, too much. I don't I say what. Much, don't but... say what, Jarediculous. No. We leave it at that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, oh my god, I thought you were asking. Like, just, just, just YouTube it. No, Moongard, we're not going to. Warcraft, absolutely do not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely I, no I, one. In your own time, that. not now, but I'm just saying. No. Mm-mm. Wow, this oh took a turn. Yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. Okay, <laughs> okay then I, I have a final question for you. Sure. Before so, I meet a couple months mic. back, I was we were at the pint, <laughs> you and I and our friend Megan, and. I, you were saying how you really wanted to get into Anthem. You wanted to make that your oh game. Gosh. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> uh, don't what make a- me put Anthem and Bioware on blast, dude. I can't do this. I I know, but uh, Connor, what happened? All right, well, let's just say um, I was excited for Anthem. Lots of people were excited for Anthem. Uh, I yes, had realistic I was, expectations no for Anthem. Lots of people had realistic expectations for Anthem. Some people didn't. Um, Anthem was made by EA. Lots of games are made by EA. Some of them do well. Here in Edmonton. Some of them don't. Uh, Bioware is the people behind Anthem. And I think they did a relatively decent job on the game. Uh, But it came out far before it was ready. Far, far, far Mm -hmm. before it was ready. I've said this to a bunch of people now, and it really sucks to say, but Anthem was not a game. Uh, And it took me some time to realize this, uh, and you can go watch some YouTube videos on this, but Anthem isn't a game. And you can look into the inner systems and the inner mechanics. Did you know that 99% of its calculations have nothing to do with the actual stats on your character? Hmm. It is not a game. Anthem was a tech demo. And, and don't get me wrong, it was demo. a very successful tech demo. They showed just how popular the concept of being able to fly and, a, and verticality that exists in a, an in-game world creates a beautiful um, kind of medium for people to play a game in. And that the graphics associated with it are, are more than enough to generate a huge amount of hype. But it was not a game, and it was not even remotely a finished product. That was clear in the beta, that was clear in the VIP demo, and unfortunately, it was clear in the full game as well. When they punished people for taking advantage of things they put in the game, uh, things like... Yeah, economy. Well, things like, for instance, there was the ability... you The fastest way to grind was just to go into the overworld and do a set of loot chests. A large yep. YouTuber got banned for it. Yeah. So they for, shot themselves for... in the foot. 
Yeah, for utilizing uh, a mechanic mechanics they put that were in. already in the game. Yes, yeah. because they overtuned the loot chests in like the open world. They punished him. All right, issue number one. Second issue, the stats on the actual character meant almost nothing. All your damage is based on your character's gear level, 99% of it, not the actual stats associated with those items. Issue number two, right? Issue number three, the game itself had so many glitches and issues that it it was impossible for them to fix it all. And last thing, they quite literally removed content that was already in the game because they couldn't optimize and get it filled. If you guys go back, and it's a very simple YouTube, if you... If you look up Anthem E3 versus release, it is oh, it is yeah. shattering how much they removed from the game. They shrunk the world by almost half its initial size. They took like half the stuff out of the uh, Fort Tarsus, the initial place you start. And the worst part of all of this, and like the part that almost makes me kind of upset, I don't really get upset easily, but that it was still an okay game. Despite all mm-hmm. of that, it turned out okay. So my point is, I, I could have imagined it being an absolutely incredible game. And if they delivered on everything that people expected, and that's why we we're talking, and almost to, to segue back into streaming, when you set those expectations, you need to meet them. Because it is way better to set lower expectations and meet those than to set high expectations, get everyone excited, yeah. and lose that. At least for consistency's sake. All right, you might make a bit more money, but it is not good for investment. Because... Sure, maybe you get 100 subs because you set this expectation, but when they all leave because you didn't deliver on it, you lose that versus slowly growing with a community that trusts you and appreciates you, right? Now, now I do have faith for Anthem like going for I think they will, like, turn yeah, heads Yeah, they will, eventually. but... You know, they, they'll get what they wanted to deliver eventually, A game right? shouldn't take a year to be good. Yeah, but we've seen in the past that Sea of Thieves needed that. Yeah. No Man's Sky needed that. No Man's Sky, no Man's Sky is actually doing um, very, very well right now. Actually, my point is, <laughs> uh, my point is, Carter imagine if they just waited a year. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, yeah. No. No. We agree. Uh, what were you gonna say, Jared? I understand. No, I was saying that uh, I don't know what Sea uh, of is doing right now, but I know No Man's Sky has met all of its promises and more mm-hmm. uh, currently with all of its updates quietly with no extra cost. So if you bought the game brand new a year ago, you have a whole completely different game. But that's because that team is independent and dedicated. Uh, if you have uh, a, a, if you have a a, de- a developer with a um, with a with a publisher who sets strict budgets, and strict deadlines, you will never see that. Yeah. So I don't know what what Anthem honestly like Anthem could just get no. Anthem could get like pocketed by EA and and just dropped kind of the same way like Tor is getting dropped as well. Uh, EA seems pretty done with with Anthem. Um although There's Apex of, so respawn yeah. gaming is a thing. That's the thing. Uh, also Anthem kind of got screwed in that sense that Apex came out EA like has the shot same himself week. in the foot in a lot of ways. But my biggest thing is hey, at the end of the day, I don't think it should take a year for a game to get good. If it does, that's fantastic, but I you're screwing yourself over if you don't just wait the year because for a game to release in in a certain state that doesn't meet ex- its expectations when you release a game like No Man's Sky and then someone does like hash checking and finds out that No Man's Sky was released without online multiplayer play yeah right, that's that's not okay when you when you market one of the biggest games in the world is this procedurally generated massive open world and then your game is released as a single player 
People are always going to appreciate more for less than less for, than less for more. And people will find always. out if you try to hide it. Always. Oh, they'll know. And they mm, will hold. Especially nowadays. Too easy. Yeah, I actually met the guy, funnily enough. Uh, the guy who did the, uh, the the different hash checking to to see if there was... Because he, he got into Anthem as well. Um, and I might still have the screenshot somewhere in my Discord. But I remember it because it was one of the funniest things I saw. I don't know if you guys got a chance to try out Anthem during its beta and VIP demo and stuff. I sure did, yeah. Um, I played 10 seconds of it. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know, but obviously there was a huge issue with servers at first. No one could connect. Yep. Everything mm-hmm. was broken. Um, no Man's Sky, he was the person who did all like the the internet and hash checking and, and, and checking what kind of communications there were and what, what in and outs were happening to see if there was any multiplayer and found out that on release, No Man's Sky had no multiplayer. It was quite literally a single-player game. There was no communication. Yep. But it very quickly changed, right? When Bioware released Anthem, they were DDoSing themselves. They released the game in a state in which when an individual tried to connect and did not connect first, it constantly pinged the server to attempt to reconnect. So when 100,000 or 100 million people did that, they got 100 million pings constantly because of a system they made. Good stuff, dude. Good stuff. Uh, uh, I kind of feel for the developers. Hey, what can you do? Dude? Well, <laughs> yeah, they worked really hard on it, but sometimes, yeah. But that's the also that's, that's also what happens when you tap a team who is known for doing a single kind of player game, story based, and then, yeah, and then hiring them to make a completely different make kind of me game an game MMO looter have. shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make Let's challenge Destiny. Build good. Destiny. It's like there already is a Destiny. Good, good. Give Destiny some competition but that's basically all my opinions i guess on yeah. the whole anthem thing um and and most yeah I, just, I really wanted your take on that because you seemed very excited for it and like but well, that's the funny thing is i even told yeah. people like i'm super excited i hope it turns out to be what we expect and if it isn't it isn't and and that's one of the biggest things i know so many people out there that they've like quite literally and i don't know about if you knew this jared but i started streaming because of anthem that was that was my reason. I yeah. heard of Anthem coming out, and I started playing League. I was like, I'm going to grow to this certain size. This is how much I'm going to make, so I can upgrade my computer, so I can do this. This is what I'm doing. And I st- you'll be ready by the time Anthem comes yeah, out. Yeah, and I was. I I, I quite wow. literally started streaming a, a year and what a month ago because um I think it was called what Project Project Craig or Project David or something back then. It was a code name. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I started streaming because of that game. Came out. Played it for a week, stopped playing because I was prepared to pivot in case it wasn't something I was interested in. Was okay. it unfortunate? Was it something that made me a bit frustrated or sad? Well, hey, a, a bit, uh-huh. I suppose, but you can only do what you can do. And you you need to be prepared to do what you can. If Fortnite crashed, Ninja would have had another plan. So I should be oh, able yeah. to as well. Yeah. Well, this is why you're now Gatov Cat. <laughs> there it is. Good. Good. Cat. Uh-huh. God, every time you say that, my my brain's just like, wait, what? Oh, was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think I think that's uh, all we got. Unless Jared, you've got more to say. No, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, uh, uh, Connor, thank you for come taking the time out hey, of your day to join honestly, us. Honestly, thank it, you for your insights. It's it's an absolute pleasure. Um, I I think. For, for where I am and, and for my age and, and for the, the time I've gotten to spend on Twitch, I have a pretty good base for what I want to do on Twitch and, and what I need to do on Twitch. I've done a lot of research and the analytics are something that I kind of pride myself on. And 
that's something I try to do on my stream is talk to people about what they want to do, not only just on Twitch, but in life and things like that. So it's, it's an absolute mm-hmm. pleasure to be on these, these kind of things. And thank you so much for having me. If you want to check out his channel is uh, twitch.tv slash lolcat, L-O-L-K-A-T-T. One more T. It's definitely there's not. Three T's. Yeah, there's three, there's three yeah. T's. L-O-L-K-A-T-T-T. It's not Gatovcat. There it is. Unless you want if you want to change your name to that, go ahead. But no, I really appreciate it. Yeah, guys, my Twitch is lolcat, L-O-L-K-A-T-T-T. Twitter, everything is that. If you guys do get a chance, I appreciate it a lot. But yeah. Brand consistency. Yep. Mm-hmm. another big thing uh so we definitely will have you on the podcast again there are different other topics that i awesome. would actually really like to uh, discuss with you i would really like to go more in depth with other games i would like to talk more about anthem and, by all uh, means but uh now today's not the day but we'll do that uh <laughs> yeah we'll do that some other time we'll get into that uh but yeah thank you thanks for your your, uh, your insights and uh I'm, I'm, I'm sure we created a lot of value here today guys no worries Oh well, yeah. thank you so much. We're gonna man. have a we're gonna have a flood of new streamers, new local streamers, because they've they've heard this podcast. <laughs> I now hope they're filled so. with confidence. So. They know exactly what to do. Hey, if if they need anything, I'm sure we'll be here to to try to help out. But mm-hmm. that's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just, why we have uh, a community. Join Edmonton yeah, join Twitch. The, yeah, yeah. Join us on the Discord, and we'll uh we'd love to help you out if you uh if you need uh if you need assistance, if you need a mm-hmm. community. That's what we're here for. Um. So on on the last on the the intro podcast I mentioned where we want we wanted to do a, a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. That's too hard, so we're going to do a bi-weekly podcast. Yeah. Uh, we all have lives and it's hard to uh, uh schedule people to get them all in the same room. So uh we're going to shoot for a bi-weekly podcast and have different guests uh every time and different topics every time. And uh we're all here to have fun, right? And to support each other. Exactly. Right? And uh also to go on long, long tangents <laughs> and go way over time. Okay, so thanks, guys. And uh, I guess we'll see you in another, in another two weeks. See you. Bye. Peace.